This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, boy. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly Always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful Van Nuys, California. That's right, Ed. <laughs> and you know what? What? From now on, I, I, I heard this great piece of advice. Let's hear it. On late night television... I think I was dozing off to sleep, and all of a sudden I heard these words. It, I don't know. It sounded like it was from a uh, the, s- spiritual sage. The voice of God. Yeah, and it said, why wait? Act now. Yes. Today's show. Well, well, today's show is called Why Wait, Act Now. Oh, perfect. We have Mike Cook coming on. Before we get fully into the show, we want to thank our Patreon folks. Oh, that's right. For supporting the show. We are now officially $109 per month away from fully covering the show. Expenses. With our, yeah, our expenses for the show now that we've moved into the studio, which we love doing. We love continuing to do. So thank you all for helping out with this and being part of the Funniest Thing Ministry, as it's been called by many a non-priest minister. We used to be very bashful about, even though we've both married people and we speak at a unity church about saying that we're ministers, but... I figure if all those nuns and priests and ministers have called us ministers and called us ministry, we can own it as well. So thank you for being a part of the Funniest Thing Ministry, if you will. We want to thank Margaret McConnell, all the way from the UK, who jumped in this week. So thank you for listening out there. And uh, the thing is, I know if you're listening and supporting it, then you're also practicing these things. So thank you for that, too, because the more the merry with this stuff. Yes. So today's show. Actually, if you want to support us, uh, uh, the show on Patreon, go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash funniest thing. Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. And you can set yourself up for a monthly contribution as little as $5 a month. That's right. For a price of getting one of us a cup of coffee a month, you're actually contributing a lot for us to continue doing what we're doing. That's right. The show is so awesome. We love it. We know you love it. And the reason you love it is because it's based on principles. It's not based on our pers- our personalities that are just the ones that practice this stuff and share it. But it's really all based on principles that everyone can apply at every moment. And they're always at work. We study them and that we just experience amazing things. So with no further ado, why wait? Act now with Mike Cook. Prayer connects us with the most powerful energy that we can utilize. In fact, originally you wrote prayer is the most powerful energy that we can utilize, which is, in a way, it's equally true because when we're yes. tapping into that, that prayer, we're tapping into that energy. When we pray, we link ourselves with the same inexhaustible power that spins the universe. Inexhaustible meaning it can't be exhausted. The more we use it, the more we get, the more yes. it becomes. 
Prayer changes things for the better in expected and unexpected ways. On this episode, Daryl and Ed inspire listeners to activate their superpower with prayer. And during the second segment, prayer-wielding podcaster Mike Cook motivates us to live it up and say our prayers with today's daily word, which is free. Well, the thing I want to mention about this topic for anyone yes. who's newly listening or being, you know, introduced again, you know, I'm sure most everyone listening has heard of the word prayer yeah. and had been introduced to it or in some shape, way or form or heard about it, knows about it, but may at this point in their life think, are you kidding me? Right. Prayer? Right. I mean, I need some real help. Right. And, you know, that was my experience uh, years ago when I was first introduced to really stepping out and, and trying this these principles as right. if they would really work. But this is the thing I want to drive home, that at that time of my life, I didn't really believe in it. Right. But my willingness to at least, all right, I got nothing else going for me, this this. This guy, you know, who's actually seems very kind to me and wants to help me is suggesting I pray. Right, right. You know, pray a simple prayer every morning to get started. Right, You know, with the caveat, though, and this is what he said, which actually motivated me, and Mm -hmm. this is what I hope you get from today's show when you're listening, is the caveat is... Even if you don't believe in this, right? if you just have the willingness at this point in your life to give it a consistent trial on a daily basis, right? whatever time it is, we recommend upon awakening because, you know, it's the start of the day. Right. It's starting a brand new life. Right. It's resetting the browser mm-hmm. with your cup of coffee and... uh do these simple prayers, you right. know, prayers that you may find or prayers you may hear on today's episode, right. or prayers that you may have said as a child and you want to just give it a whirl. It doesn't really matter what the prayer is because right. the willingness to do the prayer is where, all the, is where the magic happens. Right. And he said, look, even if you don't believe in this, I guarantee you if you just do this for 30 days, yes. you're going to be amazed at how much your life is going to transform right. for the better. And that is what I wanted to believe. Yeah. That is what I wanted to believe. And that was enough because, you know, and I'm glad we have this guest on because I know Mike's story and it's similar to mine, you know, of some 30 something years ago where I was, where that idea of if you just do this simple thing. For 30 days, your life is going to transform to the better. And we're talking about just a ritual of prayer, just getting up and saying, even if it's just some baby prayer you learned as a kid. Right. And you're doing it every day. But with the caveat that even if you don't believe it, in 30 days, I guarantee your life's going to be transformed to the better. Right. I wanted to believe that because the idea of trying to dig my way out of the mess I had gotten myself in and getting these guys right. to make sure... You know, they say the same thing, so I don't get in this, in the trouble that I'm about to be faced with. All that just seemed so much. I just couldn't do it anymore. And I just I just threw in the towel. Right. And that's the magic. Like, we talked about this yesterday when we were talking about the miracles that led to us doing our show here. Right. That when, when we ended up here, it was a series of seemingly negative occurrences. Right. 
You yeah, know, and Daryl's writing a, a, a call. He just wrote a column for uh, what's the name of the publication? Because uh, people want to read it. Keys to Recovery newspaper. Yeah, and it's called uh, what? Thanks Think, in advance. Give thanks. Yeah, thanks in advance. So look out for that. Keys to Recovery newspaper will be coming out. When would that be? Next month? Or yeah, so? in a couple of weeks. Okay, go ahead. So uh, Ed and I were recalling how. We got hit with 30-day notice from the studio we were very happy in. That's that, right. That was less than a mile. From- shut, they shut the whole thing down. That was our dream for a while, too, that studio, because it was close to your house, but it wasn't in and your house, was, right by my work. It was, it was between your work and my house. Yeah. It was less than a mile from either one of us. It was also less than our budget, which we set, which was 200 a month yeah, at that right. time. That's and it right. came in just under there. So they, they said they were closing their doors in 30 days. And we happened upon um, Chobo Studios. Well, it was more than happened because in the oh, background yeah. for a long time, we had known about Indy and yes. the work he was doing with Chobo. And what we did was, because first we did one in that, that van. The, what's that called? Well, that was a serendipitous that, one. Oh, what? that was... Yeah, that, that that van was the first one. The cadre, because they, cadre. they closed their doors. Yeah, they said they were, but we could do it at another location. Right. This was the first location that fell apart. Steve got the hunch to call these guys that just came yeah. into town that weren't even we we didn't know them from Adam right. to do an interview. They let us do it in their van at the yeah. beach. And then I had this idea, and we talked about this of let's just do a studio tour while and try these different studios. I'm sure. We could probably slide into Chobo for one show. Yeah, see probably, how it is. And we we haven't left since. So yeah. Yes, but all of this is in this time we were affirming that something potentially during something yeah, potentially sir. scary, bringing it back to the show. The action we took was to keep affirming that yes. something good was the coming. A- was coming from this. Yes. And, well, yeah. the action, yeah, that's where I want to drive home. All, in addition to that, too, we found out that Unity Online oh, Radio right. was closing its doors, and we were in jeopardy of losing all our previously recorded online episodes. They were going to evaporate. Yeah, so all the fo- the seeming foundation of the show like literally crumbled in a very short time. Like yes. what, what, to our human mind, we could have thought, this is the foundation. What are we going to do, right? Yeah, like all, like... We could have easily said, oh, screw it. Why are we, you know, we're going to lose 300 something episodes. Right, we built right. this following. What's the use? Right. But instead, we were at that same point. And because now we've applied this and practice it, our faith is a little stronger. Doesn't mean we don't go, uh oh, what next? Right. But at least with our what next, it has a little bit more of, ooh, I wonder what. Well, that's it's coming next in the positive sense. That's the that's the subtle shift. I like that you said from what's next to ooh, I wonder what good's coming next. Yes. Or I wonder what even just if like you said we're faking it a little bit, getting ourselves to think, well, I wonder what good's going to come from this, right? Yeah, and the and the fact that what I want to be clear is most of the the way we were approaching it was the same way I was approaching being under a you know a huge not having any hope at all at that point in my life right. to now we have hope and faith and we've seen it work in our lives yeah but we did the same thing we were so far it was so far out of our human ability 
to try to, to or to try, yeah, to try to orchestrate all these missing pieces. We we were not tech savvy enough to know how to get our old episodes from one platform to another on, and, right. and we were going to lose all the outlets where the podcast was broadcast. Right. I mean, it was so out of our wheelhouse. Yes. That we had to just bring it back to how I was feeling with prayer at the beginning, where you know what. I don't know how God's going to bring this about, right? But I like believing, just yeah. like I did when Mike Dugan turned me on to right. the prayer. If you do this for thirty days, you're going to be amazed at how everything's going to transform for the better, right? And because of the fact that there was two of us, and we both surrendered to the fact of, oh well, you know, however this turns out, we're going to be okay with it, right? Even if it meant we might not be doing the show as we know it, right? Or we may lose those. Right. Previously recorded. Yeah, we even we said that was a good let, run. Like yeah. we did for something we never even anticipated doing. Like ten yes. years is a good, good, successful run, right? We were ready to uh, just. We looked at that part of it as well. Yeah, and that's another great point to make about this power of prayer. It's when we get to the point where we could finally abandon our control over the situation completely. Right. Meaning when we could absolutely surrender the outcome whatever it is and go que sera sera yeah you know, whatever it will be will be we're gonna be okay something magical is gonna happen i don't know what it is but we're okay with whatever happens yeah that's when god's law of adjustment yes can now work unobstructed and that's what saved my butt 36 years ago when I was facing such overwhelming circumstances right, in my right. life at that time, you know, right. the court martial and all of that. Yes. Because I finally got to the point where, you know what? I'm feeling free now from all this prayer yeah. that I was doing. I really felt like, you know what? If, if I got to go wherever they send me, it's probably going to be fine because, right. you know, there's going to be people there that are interested in this same stuff too. Right. You know, at that time I thought, oh, there's probably going to be I meetings. That. I know that There's feeling. probably going to be meetings in Leavenworth. Right. You know? So I don't care because I never felt this free before. That's what and you want. And in that sense of abandonment, right. that's when I really believe from our experience, and I could say this emphatically, even with illness and everything, God's law of adjustment can now have its way in our lives. Yes. Because it's being able to tell the truth without fear of loss, being transparent. Yeah, and, and recognizing happens. And recognizing that it's far more powerful than see, I was always like with my job, I would like really white knuckle it, as you say, or just like suffer tremendously and get to the finish line and then I'd always get sick like I'm in my yes. teaching job around this time of year and it's been all of a sudden I've been doing more and having to take care of more than I've ever had to take care of more responsibilities and just on Monday I came to school my, this voice of me is going how am I gonna I can't do this I can't do this but I keep showing up and do my morning routine Monday I thought I had COVID I don't even know why I just it was like, <laughs> right but I was sure of it and I was like but then that was stressing me out. I don't know. Should I get tested? I don't know. And I was like turning into this like, ah, I got to do this. I got to do that. Well, because that creates more fear because if I get tested, then, oh, my God, the authorities, right. they're going to. Not only that, but then it's it was toppling my whole house of cards that I was trying to hold up with regards to me doing, <laughs> thinking that the world would end if I wasn't there. Right. right. So, so I finally texted my wife. I said, I just got tested. I just walked into the nurse's office. They had a, the, the 15 minute test. 
in my mind, I said, accepted. I said, if that fear is real, that's what it is. I went to my office. I started doing my work. I had the test behind my computer. I started going, wow, this is great. I'm going to be leaving here for 10 days. And it's gonna be, this is amazing. <laughs> that's the surrender. Yeah. Yes. And I said, what, what was I thinking? I texted my wife, just took my hands off the steering wheel, like thinking, yeah. I'll see you soon. I'm about to go on vacation. And of course, I ended up taking it around 15 minutes later, and it's negative. And the thing was, though, the prayer is the same thing that happened yes. for you. I felt free of the burden because in yes. that moment, I turned whatever God had in mind, whatever life, yes. I realized that's going to be fine. Everyone's going to be fine. And that actually gave me the energy I needed yes. and helped me to shift my focus about all of these things to realize, like I said something earlier, which was the foundation of our show started to crumble. But what we're realizing is that these things are not the foundation of our show. God, the principles, our life is the foundation of this show. And it's going to take us wherever the, the next best place is yes. for us. And when we don't have to hold on to these passing things as if they are the foundation of who we are, that could include our personality, the foundation, or whatever, right. our job, our relationship could treat anything. Our that, image, whatever it is. That, that is not the, the yeah. foundation. No. The foundation of who we are is love. It is ever-expanding good. It is God. It is life. When my mind forgets that, prayer is really, for one, Eric Butterworth in his in Celebrate Yourself defines it as, I forget what, it was like a Middle Eastern word or Arabic, it was like, to, pal, to, pal. to judge oneself Self. to be magnificently made. made. Yes, Prayer means to judge oneself as, to be, as having been magnificently made. So it doesn't matter what my old personality th- thought. It matters that I, the truth is, the principle is, I have been magnificently made. And, so, and prayer is re what Emmett Fox says, taking our mind off of the problem because the problem only really exists in our mind. Yes. The fact that it's a problem and putting it back on the presence of God, which is where we remember we are magnificently made and nothing anyone can do can change that. We can't even change that. And, but our mind, once it believes we're not magnificently made, will try to prove itself correct. Prisons are full of people who are magnificently made, but they don't believe it That's inside. Right. Yeah. And I, so yeah, they keep trying to prove that they're not. I mean, I've done a lot of work in prisons, but like schools, right. myself, it's everywhere. Like our mind wants to prove itself correct, whether it is accurate or not. And the way we know it's not accurate is what, like my wife said, that's, that feels too bad to be true. That's right. We have to realize that if it feels bad, it's not, not true. true. It's uh, not true. Well, wait. This is the perfect time to do these yeah. three breaths. And I've been using this one um, tremendously. This was from – Oh, um, one of our favorite 1970s right. – um, Yeah. Uh, James Brown. James Brown. One Reverend James, James Brown. Brown. Reverend James Brown. So okay. let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Ah. <sighs> When I get up off of that thing and pray, I feel better. Ah. <laughs> I thought the end was going to go in the second part. Okay. No. Okay. You ready? Yeah. When I get up off of that thing and pray, I feel better. Ah. When I get, get up, up off, off of that, that thing, thing and pray. pray. I feel better. Ah. 
It is funny. This goes right to one of our favorite Bible principles, which was, I mean, uh, parables. The guy sitting by the fountain. That's right. And Jesus is like, "Do are will you be made whole? No. Do you want to be made? Yeah. Do you yeah, want to be made well? The, yeah. Do you, you want to be, be made and, well? And will it, you be made? Yeah. So and the guy starts off going, "Well, I've been coming here for thirty five years." And Jesus asks him again, "Do you want to be made well?" Yeah. And finally, the guy goes, "Yeah." Okay, then. He says, get up off of that, that thing, thing and dance. <laughs> You'll you know? feel better. Yeah, he says, pick up your mat or pick up your couch and walk, dude. You can't keep sitting on that old belief. But that's the old belief. That's the old belief. Complain. But I could show you why I'm still like this. I don't want to be like that anymore, That's folks. right. Life is an inside job. And this is the most liberating thing. Once we begin to accept it and feel the results of this, it is the only, it's the key because it doesn't matter how many... Negative things are going in my mind. Yes. As soon as I turn the key within myself yes. back onto the frequency of I am magnificently made and so is everyone else in my life and so is everything else. There's no God out there that wants me to suffer or is insisting no. I suffer or no. is insisting I stay sick. That is not a reality. Well, that's proof. I mean, we've all experienced this. We could be having a miserable time of it yeah. during any day right and all of a sudden we get a phone call that's ex- with information that's exceedingly seemingly positive right and the whole thing changes well the good news about prayer and meditation or grabbing a spiritual reading right is it helps us lock on yes to a new thought because we're really i'm really only always one thought away from being That's happy. Right. One right. thought away from being re-inspired. Yes. And even when you were talking about how when you were when you noticed like you already accepted the fact, man, yeah, if this is positive, who cares? Right. I'm out of here. That feeling of freedom and acceptance mm-hmm. is so healing. Right. Because you all of a sudden now that that energy that which is love is yes. life. That life force is now not constricted in right. us. Just like when I said, hey, you know, there's probably meetings in Leavenworth. Like, right. I'm going to be fine. I've right. never felt this free before. It felt so good. Yes. And even now, repeating that moment in my life, yeah, you feel I feel it again. it again. That's great. That's a great prayer. Anytime we could tap back into that feeling. Because don't, don't worry. This isn't an arduous mental exercise. The mental will is to shift our yes. mind back into alignment. The one thought works because... It's like it's like a drop of water showing that the pr- the p- the pump has been primed. Yes, we don't have to keep trying to find one more thought. Once we get the one thought, there'll be oh, another yeah, thought that right. comes naturally, naturally behind it. It starts to flow because that's the natural order of the yeah. harmony of the universe is in alignment with these affirmative beliefs because. Every, the universe is consistently progressing and growing and expanding, and it's, you know what I mean? And it it's, wants it's, to flow it, through it's, every it's, one of us. Every cell, yeah. every organism, and everything, and yeah. it's all in harmony and balance. We have to let go of a lot of crappy thoughts that we, that we didn't realize were actually us putting our foot on the hose of our good. Foster McClellan in Thoughts for a Friend says, from the inside out, do you want to know how to overcome a particular problem in your life right now? Meet it with faith. Approach it from the inside out. This is what Dugan taught you, right? Yes. If a condition in our affairs has seemingly gone astray, and we let this condition change our attitude, destroy our composure, get us down, we are living from the outside in. When we meet in when we meet it with faith, when we truly believe in the eternal presence and power of God's love in our life, we will know that the outer conditions are not permanent. Uh-huh. They have come to pass. 
You see, my friend, we live in the eternal now. Life is meant to be good. When we live from the inside out, we will enjoy it every step of the way. And, you know, that's another thing that I have to hang my hat on that saves my butt is as within, so without. Yes. Meaning, Daryl, stop, 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 stop racing, stop getting upset. Let's bring mm-hmm. the inside of yourself to peace. Yes. Let's get into a kind and loving space with it. Right, And right. your circumstances will yes. reflect that. This morning, I just received this. We, You know, these shows come together miraculously. We actually skipped a week. Right. And the fact that we're doing this show this week and who we're doing with. I mean, right. everything just awesome. came together in miraculous ways. And another one of those miracles, I, I just happened to get this newsletter, Keys to Prosperity, from Catherine Ponder in the mail right. just right. yesterday. Nice. And for some reason, I said, ah, let me take a peek this morning. Right. And this is a perfect way to end... The first segment. Great. Because this helps us let go and ha- allow a new, the new thought that yes. will change us. Yes. You know, which is actually a form of prayer. Oh, it is. So listen to this, it's folks. It's the only form of prayer. Because this works. is this is the one I got to always remind myself of. Right. The word condemn means to damage. Those who make it a practice to condemn and criticize right. actually damage themselves and scare away their good. Yes. Instead, let us practice praising and blessing our world and everyone and everything in it. To do so expands our good in countless ways. Praise unleashes abundance. Wow. You know, that goes right along with, I read, we're going to oh, read yes. something from this. We'll read this on the second segment, but... The newsletter that Chris Chenoweth, this um, unity minister, puts out. What's that thing? It's going to beep. Oh. Um, called Positive Christianity. You can go to positivechristianity.org to find it. Um, he, he shared the story about this little kid who had been through this really traumatic experience at like three. He, was, he got into this precarious situation. He basically left his body. And they didn't know he was going to make it. He made it. He recovered completely. His parents were praying people. Right. Um, but when he recounted what had happened, basically, and he saw his body, and he didn't even consider it him. And he, but he called them the birdies. Came in, there are these like angels that came in and told, we're telling him it's going to be fine. We're telling, whispering like they're the ones who went and got his mom to so that's like he saw all this right. And he called them the birdies. So when I woke up last night and I had like challenges going through my brain, like stress and fear, down and worry, and I read that, which I almost didn't read. It was a little lengthy. And I just said, oh, the birdies are with me. We're always loved. We're always supported. I'm always guided. What came through me when I just tuned in, I was like, I'm going to tune into the angels for a minute, was health and happiness have to go together. Yes. You ha- like happiness has to be part of health. Yes. And it's the most overlooked part for me in the past. But for me with my job, happiness has to be a part yes. of me having a healthy and doing my job well. Yes. Health, happiness and you're a big proponent of this. The joy. I mean, everything we read, joy, it's, you can't ignore that part if That's you want right. to practice and live this stuff. It's so important. We'll talk about that more. Coming up next, today's guest, prayer-wielding podcaster Mike Cook, motivates us to live it up and say our prayers with today's Daily Word free. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed.
We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, everybody. We are back for the second segment of Why Wait? Act Now with our guest, Mike Cook. We'll be bringing him in in a minute. First, we have a couple readings here to kick off the segment. Well, Ed's, they're, they're related readings. Yeah, Ed's going to be reading from uh, a, a new uh, minister we discovered. We mentioned him in the first segment, Chris yeah. Chenoweth. Chris Chenoweth. But we actually have been familiar with his name for some time now because we read from a book every morning called A Deep Breath of Life. Which is a great time to, to by Alan Cohen is to tell you, to remind you, all of this is really based on doing a morning routine. The whole show, waking up. Reading, inspired reading. If you go to DarylNed.com, there's a reading list of everything we read. If yep. you, you can order it wherever you like. It's We don't get Mike money from we made, uh, from that, but we do make it easy for you. But So that's one of the books we read because it plants these amazing ideas in your mind. It helps you to yes. remember that you're magnificently made. It reminds you of the truth. Meditate for three minutes, seven minutes, 15, whatever works for you, and then State some affirmative prayers. Use your voice to affirm the good that you know. And it'll be easier from that place now that you're in a more elevated consciousness. So this book is called Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. Yeah, so this was from May 24th. It's called Be Good to Yourself. Yeah. When I tune into my beautiful self, I get happiness. Everything in the universe belongs to me. Mm. And he talks about this guy, Chris Chenoweth. And he says, one of my favorite places to speak is at a chapel overseen by Reverend Chris Chenoweth, one of the most gracious and generous people I have ever met. Chris just loves to say yes whenever I speak at his church. He does everything he can to support my work materially and spiritually. Reverend Chenoweth inspired me when he gave me some insights into his own life. I just love my new hot tub, he exclaimed during one visit. When I saw him the next year, he suggested, you'll have to come to my house and enjoy my new big screen TV. Yes. A year later, Chris was eagerly awaiting arrival of his new Honda motorcycle. Chris's delight with his toys showed me that he had a complete prosperity consciousness. He was just as generous with himself as he was with others. He proved that when spirit showers love, it does not leave anyone out. Real humility is not denying the gifts of God. It is accepting them. Yeah, and that's the way we end up inspiring other people. We have to visit that place first within us so that we can share it. We need to partake from within ourselves of this good, let it flow through us so that we have something to give to others. And so Chris Chenoweth, again, positivechristianity.org is the name of the website. Uh, be careful looking at Positive Christianity because there was... Uh, well, right. yeah, because There's another I, organization that was pre-existing called that. Wait, because I we I just decided to look this name up after all these years of reading this book, and so Ed, I told Ed about it. Ed got on fire, found out that Chris Chenoweth had a newsletter called Positive Christianity, but then went to do a Google search. And why don't you just tell him what came up? Because it's so. Let me just say, <laughs> make sure you add a unity to the search because. Positive Christianity was like it was a Nazi organization in in Nazi Germany where they were using <laughs> they were basically reinforcing their beliefs by using Christian ideals. Yeah, I think it's probably Ideology, a way to convert yeah. more people. So you definitely want to. But if you just go to positivechristianity.org, you'll find it as well. But if you if you end up somewhere else, just know that you, that's you, not the place. If you put Chris Chenoweth in there, you'll find the right one. Okay. I actually like the way he co-op he brought that word back to a more positive meaning. Yes. Yeah, he re- 
he he uh, rebranded it. All right. Chris Chenoweth said, I believe the word in the in one of his positive emails, I just got it. I believe the word prayer and expectations are almost interchangeable. What are you truly expecting when you pray? This is so big. Are you expecting negative results or positive results? You have a very decided part to play when you pray. You are to cease worrying. You are to cease being anxious. You are to cease thinking and speaking of the past. You are to concentrate your attention upon the truth of God and the truth of your own being. You are to focus your attention on the very things you would like to see taking place in your life. Yes. Those who receive spiritual help are the ones who place their undivided faith in God and bring their, their thinking in line with God's truth. Jesus said, when you pray, believe you have already received. This is total expectation. When you pray, believe you have already received. Do not judge by appearances, but judge by faith in God. Miracles happen as a person lives in expectations instead of living in, what does this last word say? Doubt. Yes. (laughs) So the key to all this is we don't really do, we get ourselves into the flow. And whatever you want to call God, the higher power, the universe, the divine life, the divine intelligence, that's what blows us away and why our show is called Funniest Thing because the funniest things happen and it happens in ways that let us relax. Like our mother, our father, our loving father cares for us. We were not put on this earth to be stressful, fearful, doubtful. But we've just forgotten oftentimes that our true father is within us and that we are taken care of. And once we start to see it happen, it resets our consciousness. So let's thank our listeners for tuning in, as we said earlier, and sharing the show. And uh, if you want to send us something in the mail, another way to contribute to the show, P.O. Box, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. That's P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Um, we did receive a nice card from Penny Akashi, who attends Unity of the West Side. <coughs> She's yes. a good friend of ours. She said, thank you for, uh, Daryl and Ed, thank you for spreading your message of light and joy and humor with much gratitude, Penny. She also gave us a wonderful little contribution, which we really appreciate. Yep. Whoa. And uh, we got a postcard from Demetrius. That, that, that's Dimitri in, Dimitri. Uh, na- f- for, formerly of uh, Russia. Now he lives in Nantucket, a fan gave us of the a show. Cool little picture of a mermaid saying hi, Daryl and Ed, and Daryl and Ed, I guess, are on that little boat over yeah. there. So thank you, Dimitri. We love you. You can go to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page at Funniest Thing Daryl and Ed, and you can find a YouTube version of the podcast if you haven't indulged already. You'll get to see Chobo Studios. Yep. And uh, that's chobostudios.com if you want to do a great podcast or show and um, it's a great place to do it. So talk to Indy. So um, I also wanted to say I found this Apple Podcast review. So if you want to, re- if you listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, write a review, rate the show, please, because it actually helps people. It actually cr- puts us higher up in the algorithm for people to find. Yeah, because you don't want people looking for spiritual principles and then ending up they get crap and they go, ah, oh, what's the use? Yeah, <laughs> make sure they get the good stuff. Daryl and Ed. A great and this fellow, uh, this person, soccer lover, said a great introduction to these principles. I believe was the full thing. It says, "I absolutely adore this podcast. I have bookmarked so many episodes. What I love is the no nonsense approach to the principles of new thought. What I love is the hosts like me struggle every day with daymares, fearful thoughts that get in the way of God inside me, the love inside of me. Each episode." 
They teach in their very unique way how they overcome these negative thoughts or challenges, and their humor is contagious. There was more written, but I don't have it on the pictures. So thank you for thank you for that wonderful review, um, Christina Robom, who we had uh, that audio. Yes. If you go to our fu- funniest thing fan page on Facebook. You can actually leave us an audio recording. If yeah, you want to share a story. We could play it on the air. We did that last week. It was amazing. So thanks, Indy, for being able to pull that off. Another reason we're here on YouTube. Um, Ivan posted um, – wait, what? Yvonne postcard. Oh, no. That was the wrong thing. Nick N. From, uh, posted on our YouTube. He wanted to know – we had a show called Be Transformed with Mitch Busk. He wanted to know what reading that came from in the Bible. It was actually Roman Romans 12.2. And be ye not conformed for, to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and, perf- and the perfect will of God. So that was Romans 12, too, if you want to look that up. And so everything else, check out our website, DarylNed.com. And we we, want to th- go I was going to say, we want to thank our engineer who's been with us for over 10 years. Yeah. And his name is Jeff Comfort. And each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Silent Unity, the prayer line. If you need help acting now, you need help praying, call the prayer line, Silent Unity. It's been around since the 1890. Um, 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. Highly recommended. Even if you're a little afraid, you want to just press 2 and hear a recorded prayer. I do it while I'm driving sometimes. It's just about tuning your mind into the good that is always present. Once you practice this stuff and start to realize... It really is never God that's missing. It's we're missing God that's already present with us because of our my thinking. Yes. I'm just blind to what's already there. What a relief. So call the Silent Unity 800-669-7729. Shout out to Message of Hope. They, if you want to hit them up, they provide uh, daily word in Braille and also in Spanish to different organizations that can use it. And it's outreach at unityonline.org. So all that said... Man, we have so much more stuff nowadays, so I, I appreciate the patience of our guest. You want to introduce him since you yes, two have known each other? Yes, yeah. Our guest is—he's uh, a former uh, police officer. Is, is actually a, uh, the brother of a close friend of my wife and I that mm. we'd been close with for many years. We we're actually in a theater company together and have since remained friends. And this is uh, Mike Cook. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, man, it's great to have you. Yeah, it really is our pleasure. (laughs) So what we usually do at this point is ask, uh, since you've been listening to the first half, if anything came up, you know, in your mind that you would like to elaborate on or if it sparked any uh, interesting uh, ideas in your head, please share them with us. Well, as you guys know, you guys make a great team together and, and you talking, I could spend the whole segment just listening to you. The one thing that stuck out to me was uh, talking about an inside job. And uh, it, it, it took me personally uh, a little while to figure that out myself, you know, with trials and tribulations. And, and looking back now, it's a blessing for uh, the things that I've gone through to find recovery and to find my connection to my higher power. So, um, or, or God, or however you want to look at it. So, uh, but but you have to you have to work from within, and 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 you know people, places, or things they'll always be out there. 
But if I can get a connection with myself and, and trust myself and be honest with myself, then I could be that much better for, for my brothers and sisters out there that, uh, that might need some help. Very nice. And, and what, what's your take on prayer? How do you, do you, do you use prayer? How do you use prayer? How does it help you? I dig prayer. I love prayer. I, uh, for me personally, uh, 2002, for whatever reason, whatever was going on, and uh, there's a story behind that too. My dad did pass away in 2002, but uh, for uh, whatever reason, I, I stopped praying. I always, I grew up praying. I grew up, uh, I taught by my mom to pray before I went to bed, and there's a God and a heaven and all that stuff. And, and for some reason, I decided to stop. And uh, even when I wanted to pray, I didn't. And I wasn't angry at God. It just sort of, I felt like I was doing what I needed to do in my life, and I, I, I had all control over it. And, and 10 years later, um, I started praying again when I pretty much lost everything and I had to restart my life. Mm. And, and, it, and it's a blessing. And one of the best things that someone uh, a lot smarter than told me uh, who uh, was working in their own program, uh, a positive program of recovery, uh, said that God hears your prayers. God is connected to all of us. And, uh, and you can't lie. You might think that you're lying to yourself, but there's no lie around it. If you believe that you were connected to something that's bigger than all of us, which I realized at that point, that's really probably true. So ever since that 2012, uh, I've prayed at least once a day, sometimes numerous times a day. And I think it's very positive and, and, you know, Daryl talking about waking up in the morning and, and praying, one of my very first thoughts I do, uh, besides, you know, I might have to go to the bathroom or, or sort of, you know, wipe the sleep out of my eye and being groggy, but I do give a shout out to God. I ask for positive direction. Uh, I, I'm thankful that I'm, I'm, I'm sober. I'm in recovery. I'm doing good in my life. And, and that always makes my day uh, better. And, it, and that was something that was told to me by another person that, that knew a lot more than I did about it at the time. Right. And, and I believe them uh, when they said, I wake up in the morning and I, and I, and I, and I pray. I just, and, and my prayers are usually really short. Uh, sometimes, you know, I pray a little longer and I, I pray throughout the day, too. And I'm sort of praying right now that I say the right things. And, yeah. uh, yes. and, and that's the connection I have. So, um, but it, it does help and, and, and it does come from within. So if I'm honest with myself, it, it doesn't make a difference what other people think about me or say about me. But that was something I had to understand. It's none of my business. Uh, what my business is, is what I think about myself. Yeah. And if I think positive, good things about myself and I'm honest with myself, hey, that's freedom. You right. Know? That's free. That's right. being free. Right. And that, that's not – and you know what, Mike? I love that because that's when I'm at my best and it's almost a, it's almost a natural magnetic <clears> – <throat> I guess it would be called I – guess, I guess it was the word that I misunderstood as ha- some people having and some people not having, which is charisma. Because mm-hmm. the charisma really comes when I'm so comfortable within mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. of who I am mm-hmm. right now, and I don't have to pretend to be anything else. Right, I don't have right. to, you know, I don't have to try to suss you out and figure out what it is you might, what I think you expect of me in order to approve. 
I could just say, I don't care anymore <laughs> in, right. a, in a healthy way and let my guard down completely. I could, I feel right. energy goes through me like positive energy is released. It's like right. when I met my wife, right before I met my wife, there was a girl at a party. I was talking with a girl at a party who was very impressed with me being an artist at that time. I was, this is back east many years ago. And she started talking about the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which I'd been to many times. And she was going on and on about all these different artworks and stuff. Now, mind you, I had paintings in a gallery and had an exhibit, but I did not know what she was talking about. And I started to feel less than, and the thought came, I could just, you know, this is a bird in the hand. I could just go along and pretend, oh, yeah, oh, yes, yes. All right, sure, play along. But there was a part of me with playing along that now that started, now in my life, right. playing along and pretending to be something I'm not because I don't feel like I measure up or I think I need to, feels constricting now. Right. Like, so when she finally said, so what's your favorite room in the museum? I just let her have it. I said, the bookstore. I was being totally honest because that's it's not intimidating to me. I have fun. I love it. I look at the kids' books and everything. I get so inspired. Right. And just then, this other girl who was a stranger to me at that time overhears us and goes, are you talking about the bookstore at the Metropolitan Museum of Art? And because I felt so free being me, I said, yes, I love that bookstore. I, like, I didn't care anymore. Right. I was free. I didn't care about the brunette. I didn't care about impressing this girl. Right. I was so happy, impressed with who I really am and allowing right. to right. like reveal myself. But it gets better. Just like we're talking about God's law of adjustment coming in when we're that free. Right. The I girl. love what you said, and, and a lot of times we, we put on this mask. Yes. Right? And I wore one for years where I'm trying to impress somebody. Yes. I, I want to make sure I'm hanging out with the right type of people, the cool crowd. Yeah. I'm saying the, the funny jokes. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm pointing my fingers at the other ones that aren't like us and yes. aren't part of our group. And pretty soon I seclude myself into this, uh, my, my own little dungeon, I yeah. guess it is. And, and I start thinking that I don't know, everybody else is different. And another thing that you said earlier, I'm not sure if Ed said this, um, one of you guys did, um, was about, um, now I forgot what, what it was. I got so excited right now. It'll come back. Yeah, it'll come back. <laughs> well, here, here's the no, big... No, 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 oh, but, no. I, know, I remember now. It was about, it was about judging. Yes. And it was about condemning, right? Yes. So, so I know that I'm a human being, and I can't say that I don't judge because right. I do. And, and as a human, I judge all kinds of things. However, I don't condemn you anymore. I don't condemn you for having pink hair or believing this or not believing this or political party, whatever it is. I don't condemn you. I accept you for you working your own program. Yeah. I've got my own side of the street to take keep clean. Yes. If my side of the street's clean, I look over at your side of the street and it's all messed up in my head. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to go over there and start shoveling all your leaves. Right. Uh, I'll be there for you. If you want me to help you, I'll be there for you. But I'm not going to be pushing all my stuff over on your side because my side of the street, I think, is so clean. Right. So, you know, I don't want to condemn it. And I heard that. And that was from someone else probably about a month ago. A friend of mine uh, had said that because he heard it from someone else. I'm like, that is a great concept. Right. Yeah. You, you know, know we and all I judge, but we don't condemn them. 
I know you're going to share the golden nugget of that story, but what you just said, yeah. I just want to share <laughs> about um, the what you when you said that. I've heard that many times. You know, that you're clean side, keeping my side of the street clean. But and I work with students with special needs and special education, and so like you know, I'm, I think like you, I'm helping and supporting a lot of people. But just you know, like you hear things a million times. Yes. Just now, what I realized is, if I if I happen to bump into that person. And I whisper in their ear, hey, you know, not in front of other people, not making, you know, my house used to look like this. If you ever want help to figure, like, you see my house now, it's cleaned up, but I can totally relate to this. It's a lot easier yes. than you might think it is. I'm, ever, I'm around if you ever want me to yes. help or any suggestions, whatever, I'd be happy to have. And then just go about my day without judgment. That is awakening the Christ, if you will, within them, the divine within them, the power within them. Which is really the only place if they're going, because everyone, like Daryl and I come at, and you, we all come from different places. We're all recovering something in this life. Otherwise, yes. we, we're all recovering our sense of divinity, our sense of power, our sense of wholeness. Yes. And so, no matter how you're coming at this stuff, we're all recovering something. And one, and there's stories about this. It's when we become thirsty and yes. desirous and also ex- have this positive expectancy that it's possible yes. that things really begin to transform for us. But I know no, you wanted to share the last yeah, part. Yeah, I want to say that, but this is important because it really is that that the desire for this stuff has to come from within. Yeah. You know, so I really can't berate or convince anyone right. else to, um, yeah. to give it a whirl. But like what Ed said and what Mike, you opened the door to that idea is if someone is inquiring or if they're, you know, in their cups of self-pity or whatever, that's almost like the door is now opening if right. I'm friendly with them, yeah. you know, for friends because I haven't – because I've been keeping my side – this is the great news. Because I've been keeping my side of the street clean, I haven't offended them in any way up until the point right. where now I could be helpful. Right. So then when I finally take off my mask – not my not my negative mask, but when I reveal that I once yes. felt like they're feeling yes. and have been living yes. the way they're living and they're looking at me like – I mean, this happened to me years ago when I was working at the Hard Rock Cafe in Honolulu. The bartender was hungover, and I'd keep going up to get the drinks, you know, to bring to my tables right. in uh, Maui. And uh, he was like, I can't keep doing this. So at one point, I go, oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. And I go deliver drinks. And then he says, Man, I got to find a way to stop. I go, I hear you, brother. That's what I had to do. I go deliver drinks. And then finally he goes, man, so you feel, you, you feel what do you do about this? And I said, well, listen, man. And I told him, I said, you know, yeah. I, I let him know. Well, you know, I've actually had to let go of that whole way of living. And that's why and I here's do. here's how I did it. Yeah, right? here's how I did it. And I go, but listen, this is just between you and me, right? And he goes, wait a minute. You mean you're sober, but you're such a cool guy. That was the best comment. Because I wasn't trying to be cool, Mike. It was just me cleaning my side of the street without bragging. I'm sober now. Like nothing. I was yeah. just, it was letting my character, you know, like Martin Luther King. Right. Let them be, let them discover me through my character, not by whatever yeah. I'm bragging about. The, the miracle of that last story was because I was able to reveal myself and let them know, hey, I just love the bookstore. The girl, 
the blonde girl came up who said, my uncle, she goes, my uncle manages that bookstore. I said, really? You're kidding me. And I go, I love the bookstore even more. I got more excited. That girl yeah. is now my wife of like 30 years. Had I tried to impress, had I tried to impress the brunette, right? You know, because of the way me, Mike, Ed, all of us used to do things, um, I would have been shortchanging myself big time. So cool! That is so. I've heard that story many times, but it's an incredible example. That little shift, yeah. That and it was for you. Yes, for me. It was for you. You know, I wanted to say this charisma. I was like, I got to look this up. What it means? Yeah. You know what the origin of it actually is? Is yeah. um, a special spiritual gift or power divinely conferred, a talent from God. And that's from the early Christian meaning. It also means a de- favor, a divine gift, uh, grace, beauty, kindness um, to rejoice at. Wow. So when I'm hearing that, because what I was thinking when I heard my prayer is just allowing myself to think the thoughts that my higher power that god is already thinking yes which is me at the end of the day it's me there's a bigger me that's already thinking those thoughts i have to let those thoughts in so that they can nourish my vision and my view so that i can see the truth and then i can be of service to others without really even trying because i'm enjoying my day anyway yeah i know mike you serve other people right this stuff must help you insert when you're serving others as well eh well, you know, I, I look at it this way. It's a power of attraction, not promotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I'm doing my side of the streets clean, I'm doing what I need to do for myself and not pushing it on any other. But a lot of people come by and they go, how do you do it? Yeah. I want what, I want what you have. Yes. You know, I want what Ed has. I want what, what Daryl has. Yes. Um, and, and, we, I, and what I look at in, in my life now is I look for those synchronicities in life. Yes. A yeah. lot like, like Daryl, you contacting my brother. I talked to him yesterday and I told him, hey, I'm going to be on his podcast, this and that. And he's like, yeah, what a trippy thing. And me and Michael, his son, was just talking about you. And two days later, you walk in the front door of his business. I know. And, and, and he goes, what, it's, what a crazy thing. And then, you know, you connecting with me, I'm like, Wow, you know, I think I I met you in person like years ago, back in your theater theater days. Before your dad died, I knew your father well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, listen, Mike, we got to wrap up the show soon. Do you have the daily word there to read? I have the free word. Yeah, Yeah, can you read that? Can you read that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's from two thousand nine. I think this is in the Bible somewhere, but the truth will set you free, right? Yes, yes. Somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Look, I don't know where it's at, but you know. Yeah, we don't well, either, but no, we like it. This is what we, this, I was just talking to my son about this because the truth is that we are magnificently made and yes. that all is yep. well and that we will be supported in expressing our true being if we will be willing to cooperate. And so I'm glad you said that because my son and I were just talking about this because if it feels bad, it's too bad to be true. Just remember yes. that. Yeah. The truth will set us free. So let's hear that uh, daily word. You want me to read the whole thing? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, I choose to be blessed and to be a blessing. Today is a new day free from stress and anxiety, free of conflicts or concerns, and I am free to choose what I want it to be. I greet this day knowing that I am a child of God and that as God's child, I am healthy, whole, prosperous, and free. By making the conscious choice to be blessed and to be a blessing, I open my heart and my life to God. I focus on being positive influence in the lives of others, regardless of the conditions of the world around me. 
I look for the good and trust God for right results. What a feeling this is. What an uplifting, renewing way to live. By letting go of outer concerns and focusing on my inner state of being, I remember there is a higher power at work and there is nothing to fear. Beautiful. Um, ah, that's it. It's funny. That's like the whole, everything we talked about. That is incredible. So <laughs> thank you, Mike Cook, for joining us. Please hang on while we wrap up the show. We do have a story from uh, – where did we get this one? Uh, I think this was from uh, – Officers Daily. Officers Daily. I, we can't confirm or deny this we is true, Mike. We always have a little story we always have somehow a, we find. Yeah, so this is about uh, Mike Cook. Do you want to yeah. kick it off? Yeah, so this man that from the police department that Mike was serving. Wow. You know, helping him out. Gotcha. You know how he likes to help people, right? He's very helpful. Yes, he, he is. He just mentioned it. So he came to him around the holidays – Looking very concerned. Mike, you know, being a loving guy, asked, why do you look so troubled? The man admitted. I feel torn, Mike. I feel like Jesus must have felt during those 40 days and 40 nights we learned about. Mike leaned in. Please, tell me what's going on and we'll pray together. The man replied. Well, I'm going to church for Christmas service to be with God. Mike said, "What's so? What's the problem?" The man said, "Well, then I have to go to my in-laws to be with the devil." <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> the worse the joke, the more we love you, Mike. Yeah. So uh, that's a Wait, good sign. It's uh, James Brown. Thanks, hey, boys, get up off of that thing and pray. You'll, you'll feel better. Get up off of that thing and pray. You'll feel better. Thanks for visiting. Get up off. Mike Cook, we love you. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much, guys. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy thing. links to everything Jeff we Cuthbert, do. Jeff Cuthbert, Indy, Chumbo Studios, wow. we love you. Thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing. Get up off of that thing and pray. You'll feel better. Get up off of that thing and pray. You'll feel better. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. 